guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the hype! Oh, oh it's so clever. <laughs> I love it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast. This is your boy, Rudy. Don't forget to slam on that fucking uh, subscribe button. Like, do all the other stuff. Oh, wait, this isn't YouTube. Like, this is a podcast. Sorry. There's stuff uh, to like. <laughs> you can still subscribe. <laughs> post. Anyway. We're on all of it. I'm joined by uh, my three amigos here. Isaac, Doug, and Jermaine. What's going on, right, guys? Senor. Hola. <laughs> and today we're going to jump into The Flash, talking, giving our, uh, our first impressions on that. But before we get to that, guys, how do we nerd this week? Other than watching, I don't know, man. Other than watching The Flash, I saw The Blackening the other day. That's a fun movie. That's a fun one to definitely check out. Um, flew my drone, played some video games. You still playing Zelda? Yeah. Nice. Not a lot of like really good hard nerd shit. Mm. Chilled out. Jermaine. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of like not I didn't nerd out too 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 much. Like I've just been doing a lot of writing. Like I've been working on stuff, uh, but nerding out in that way, you know, just doing like some sci-fi writing and things like that. But that's how I nerded out last weekend. Nice. All right. So Jermaine and I went whitewater rafting this weekend, and I know that's not inherently nerdy, but when you're as much of a nerd as I am, everything's <laughs> fucking nerdy, right? Like, in my head... You fucking jocks. In my head, I was like, <laughs> oh, we're on some mission. We're going to go save the world by whitewater rafting. I don't know. That's how I approach almost anything. Uh, that's how much of a nerd I am. But beyond that, I also uh, finally like dove into the DC uh, Universe Infinite ultra whatever their new app is oh. um that gives you unlimited access to like all their comics just unlimited one month one month power. behind if you pay for that <laughs> and so i started reading last year's big crisis event was the dark crisis on multiple earths or whatever and i really like how the the app sets it up where like you can type in one of those storylines and it gives you like here's some comics to read beforehand here's like the main storyline or here's the full story and it's just in order. So you read through it and click to the next one, which is nice versus like having to look at a list and like try to figure out like, Oh wait, do I read the flash or young justice next or whatever? But so, so far that's been, it's pretty good. It's been a long time since I've read any of these big crisis events and it's, it's fun to see just what they do. And they, they always bring in like alternate versions whenever they do these multiple earth things. Like one of the issues I just read, there was like, uh, the Night Flash, which was mm. like a Barry Allen becoming the Flash, but also a Batman. Similar to, I mean, they did that in Dark Metal or whatever that yeah. other story was, but Red this was Death. different. Yeah, they, they did it with Red Death, but this was still different. So it's kind of, it's fun. It's neat. Good. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had a question that was going to go into, into like a, it's going to devolve into this, a really long topic. Uh, hey Rudy, what did you do this last week? So I don't like I don't mean to brag, but I was in Hawaii this weekend flexing my Disney nerd, and that's something that I've had to come to grips with. That because I worked at Disneyland and hated Disney, and but getting some distance between that, I've come to love Disney again. Especially seeing it through my niece's eyes, mm. like so I've swung all the way back around to like oh I like Disney stuff, 
And I was able to go to the Disney resort in Hawaii called Aulani for three days. And that was fucking amazing. And not just being in Hawaii was, it was, you know, the shit. But like, when, for example, when we first got there, we got to our room. I grabbed the ice bucket, get some ice. I'm walking down the hallway. All of a sudden, Moana just comes across a, <laughs> the fucking hall. And I'm like, like I, I stopped dead in my tracks. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I break out in the song. <laughs> and like she just looked at me. She's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, uh, hi. <laughs> like, it, was, it was surreal. And it, it just from that, from there, it just, you know, full Disney, full Disney experience. So That sounds really cool. Yeah. I mean, I even, Good R&R. We, we went around and got the autographs from all the, the Disney characters there and i would be completely lying of saying that i didn't enjoy it a little bit because you know they do the little meet and greets and it's okay rudy you can feel they fucking hug you and like they, oh how are you doing where are you from where are you, and I was you like, hugged people i was like oh thank god this is more more than just asked me how my my, my stay is going and i'm like oh yay <laughs> and then you i guess ever you know, ever get a hug and realize just how touch starved you are <laughs> <laughs> i'm married so yeah <laughs> If uh, yeah, if you go to my my Instagram, I have pics of the uh, of the show of the show of the stay up. Then I have fucking like me and Mickey just like just a full on crotch to crotch embrace. It was <laughs> one of the highlights. It was one of the highlights of the trip. I was gonna say something similar to Doug. So uh, start for hugs. When I I'm, I'm a hugger. I hug every one of you guys anytime I see you uh, ad nauseum. And anytime I, I hug Doug, he just grinds his hips right into me. I'm like, oh, he really needs it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm such a people pleaser. I just like leaning right into it. <laughs> hey, but who's your favorite Disney person? <laughs> Human fire hydrant over here. <laughs> just use me. Don't cross the streams. Wow, guys. Rudy with the lines. My my favorite Disney character is Luke Skywalker. Fuck you. <laughs> That's right. It was, counts. Was Luke Skywalker in Hawaii? No. Ah. Son of a bitch. They did have lightsabers there. Then Leia would be oh, your uh, favorite Disney princess, right? Sure. Who is your favorite Disney? Don't worry about it. Don't look at my bookmarks and my <gasps> rule 34 either. Oh. <laughs> Let me get to the bottom of this. Listeners, that's that's my goal for the show. However many episodes and seasons, I'm going to find yeah. out who the fuck his favorite Disney princess is. Anyway. If anyone has their theories, let us know in the uh, DMs <laughs> and stuff. Or let us know who your favorite yeah. rule 34 princess is. Slide, since- yeah, you, you want to talk Disney princesses? Slide in my DMs. <laughs> Rogue one, at Rogue one especially if you can oh, I know play. who his favorite Disney princess is. Yeah, Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt me so. <laughs> um, so, so guys, the Flash. What yeah, did, we all what saw the Flash. Right? When did you guys see it? I I saw it with Doug for on Father's Day with mm-hmm. his pops. First time meeting him. Yeah, my dad's easy. He's like, what, what do you want to do nice for Father's man. Day? Oh, take you to a movie. What a nice, nice gentleman. Yeah. I also saw you, it see, you saw a weekend dad, not okay. work, work. My he's my boss. <laughs> okay, I, I just wanted to, to know what kind of household you're like. Oh, it's a nice household. If you ever follow Doug on Dougie Donuts on Instagram, you're like, what a nice family. And then poops out this guy. <laughs> you know, what a nice man though. Very nice man. It was fun. Yeah. Follow Dougie Donuts. Those upstairs people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change my bio. <laughs> but yeah, no, upstairs. So we saw it with with Doug and his dad on Father's Day, and Rudy and Jermaine. When did you guys see it? I did end up going later that night. Um, oh, right. We had just come back from Hawaii, so yeah. we were a little jet lag. But we did. I did want to go see it, so I made the effort. Hell yeah, Jermaine. Same. I saw it on Father's Day as well. I think I saw it like three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, right man, on. it was. 
quite a quite a movie. All right, so so let's get into it then. Yeah. Welcome to the Hypertech Podcast. It was really yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really uh, okay movie. I yeah. felt same. Like I was excited to see the Flash finally have his own movie, and I didn't. People were complaining about the CGI, the special effects. I didn't mind it at all. Had a problem with. Uh, I was talking to Doug about this. The the uh, like the split screen deep fake thing with the two berries I had an issue I could tell but it wouldn't didn't ruin the movie for me but I can sort of tell when they did that S- two words or three words three letters and a word CGI babies oh yeah the babies were pretty <laughs> babies were pretty bad the fuck was, what, what was up with that the CGI babies so the babies the dog I mean babies <laughs> will always be tough it really seemed like they were going out of their way to to give you the bad CGI just to be like, oh, you guys remember that Superman shit you guys were complaining about? Here's a whole movie of that. <laughs> well, I, I would say, like, there's a part of me that really kind of feels like a lot of this was meta, like, in a weird way. Like, all, even the CGI, it's like, maybe they're even just making fun of the CGI that's required for these movies. And, like, even that whole baby scene, like, you and I started cracking up in the theater. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, of course there's knives going for this baby or acid or fire or whatever. But yeah. it's like, of course there is. I, I think that was like almost a statement of just like, like it, it was meta. It was like commenting on the fact that like, yeah, this is the, this is the shit that happens in these kind of movies. Yeah, Here it, it is. It, it was it was like borderline cartoony where it, that's what it, it felt like something out of like a Pixar movie just the, the way that like the comedy hit and that which I didn't mind. It, it was I mean, how you heard me. I was laughing my ass off during that. Yeah, sometimes laughing at ish and <laughs> with ish, it was a little combination. Yeah. But but yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I could like talk to the director and the writers because I I do wonder how much of it was supposed to be like commentary on the whole genre because that's what some of it felt like to me. And I mean, we got even like like what parts we got straightforward like after Supergirl showed up and and beat everyone up, which I, I thought that fight scene was pretty cool. I thought they handled her pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and we got, I think, Young Barry saying, like, I wish I could have seen that in slow-mo. Yeah, that was good. And then uh, I I really liked uh, when Young Barry was taking the old Michael Keaton Batman suit. Oh, spoilers, right? We've, we've covered the oh, zombie spoilers. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, I, have it. I mean, that was in the trailers, but. Oh, shit. Spoiler alert. There will be. There will be a spoiler alert on the tag, so if. You hear, you heard it here, and you read it in the description. If you come in here and start complaining about being spoiled, yeah, I will find you. Yeah, and this this episode will be out like two weeks after. I mean, yeah. yeah so there's going to be a spoiler alert on the promos. There's going to be a spo- there's that spoiler alert. And, no more. Uh, we'll just run back in time. We'll change everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the whole scene of him turning Michael Keen, one of Michael Keen's old Batman suits, into the new Flash suit. Even that I felt was a little Love like. Montage. Yeah, the montage and, and like the way that they were spray painting it like felt sloppy and like gross to me. And again, Ooh. I felt like that was meta. And just the fact that they showed it, I mean, I guess they had to, but it also just like the idea that we got to go save the world, but first let me spray paint a suit to get True. our colors. Yeah. And then and then it cut to the filing of the, the bat ears, which you know is armor. So you know that's a hard file or hard cut. That's a good point. And so like to go to that, just to show us that little glimpse of just like, yeah, this is the ridiculousness that these superheroes have to do to get a look. I, I don't know. There was just a lot of things. Or when when um, he lost his powers and he wanted to run. That was very meta. And he ended up like, because <laughs> we all know like 
uh, Ezra Miller got his inspiration for running like the Flash from figure skaters. Right. So that's yeah. why he runs all weird. And it looks kind of cool when he's doing the slow mo Flash stuff. But for them to show it, show him doing it normally without the Flash stuff, looked just ridiculous. Hilarious. And same thing. I was like, I think they were kind of touching on that, like that commentary that people like us might have of like, what would it look like if he was running normally like that? And they showed it to us. Speaking of the com- the comedy of the movie, uh, the Flash in I whistled real hard. The the Flash in the the CW, CW in the Snyderverse um, it has always been the comic relief. So it's really cool to see him in his own movie and his own storyline. But what's what's really interesting is that because he has his younger self, because uh, yeah, the younger self is eighteen years old. So he's he's now gets to be the mentor figure all the while. Young Barry is now that's the comic relief. But I complain to you about this. I had a problem with how dumb they made Young Barry. It it was like there was certain comedy bits that worked, and then the other parts where you know he comments that on um, on the 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 prison that's holding uh, Supergirl, and he's like, oh, they're holding on her, holding her in a in a giant scrotum. Yeah, like that wasn't necessary. <laughs> Come on, that's so low hanging like fruit. His, and his roommates were all pretty dumb and stuff too. Man, but I think that that Rudy just was in that illuminates the the person Barry could have been with his mom versus versus who he was, you know, with that tragedy, you know, carefree 18 year old, you know, carefree 18 year olds are assholes. So, um, no offense to teenagers out there, but you guys are kind of (laughs) dicks. No, I was there. I, I know how it is. But he was like a com- like, and I and I get that right because my wife was like trying to talk. I was so irritated by it, and she's trying to like, but he's you know he didn't get all of these things. I'm like, no, a hundred percent. They could have just tuned it down a notch or two. There's so many moments where I'm like, I'm fucking hating this character. <laughs> I don't, I don't want. You know, you're just supposed to like care for him and love him and stuff. I just fucking really hated that character. But that's me. But and then I guess at the end though, he was the one that. Um despite being this annoying 18 year old was like, no, we can, we can fix this. We mm-hmm. can fix this. We can fix it. We can fix it. And ultimately, you know, caused all this problems, but yeah. Cause he was like cocky as hell as well. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree though. I think it was a little overdone. Yeah. Just a bit. Like I don't, just I don't mind bit. him being dumb, but it was like, but I think Rudy's spot on. I think it was absolutely meant to show us what Barry could have been for sure. Had the yeah. tragedy not happen, which is again, you know, I guess commentary on a lot of these superhero stories. Is like, you know, or it's just, just like what, the evolution of his character. Like, you just see what he was like to where he is now because he did look back at his younger self and was like, "God, I could see why people find me fucking annoying." <laughs> so, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, he's just having like a realization now of like, okay, I need to be this other person because of who I, you know, was and all this kind of things. Like, it's. Just one of those things. I just took it as grow. Yeah. No, and he and he, and he did. He really did. Side as even even though Ezra Miller is Ezra Miller and all the things that he's been doing, it was kind of hard to to really enjoy the movie because of what a fucking nut job that guy is. But then you know I allowed myself to get carried away in the movie. But there was there was a part where uh, where young Barry is like, no, we can we can go back and like, boom, there's real Ezra. like psychopath right there yeah um we talked about this one thing that was so i'm not really a fan of superhero movies where they take away their powers Mm -hmm. i mean maybe that's something you do like later on if you're doing multiple movies but this is the flash's first movie uh solo movie and he was in he was in a um, 
Justice League. Um, Did you know that this was going to be that type of movie where his powers got taken away? No, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they, they like saved it and didn't spoil that. Yeah, you know, much unless you were to like look at the Maybe trailers. Wasn't that in the Flashpoint? Because didn't he lose his powers? And yeah, he was trying to get it back. Oh, uh, I don't know. Because I remember the because it was Thomas him and Wayne. Batman were trying to yeah yeah get it back. That, like I that, believe that was a, that seat that he strapped into with all the chemicals around him. That I think they lifted that from the comics. Yeah, that's, that's cool. that, Yeah, that's from the comics. <clears throat> um, but what I was going to say was they ended up giving us an origin movie. An origin story without it being an origin movie, mm, good point. which I thought was really cool because, excuse me, <clears throat> sorry. Wait, let's. Hold on, hold on, one second. E A D, it's in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out. Um, you know these origin stories. We've seen so many of them. So, and with the Flash, they introduced in Suicide Squad technically, and then we got them in Justice League. They never, as far as the movie universe goes. They never showed us like how he got his powers and how he learned them and stuff like that. So by taking away old Barry's powers and then giving them to young Barry, we kind of got that that story. Like Barry had to explain, like, no, 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 like, you know, you, you can't just run in regular clothes and 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 like you can't do this, or like, oh, phasing, like, and then he falls through and it's like naked and stuff like that. Like we kind of got like a, a quick recap without mm-hmm. it actually being an origin story and i thought that was kind of a cool way to do it i mean obviously you can't do it with every character yeah but it was kind of nice nice to see i think that was uh i think that was a ezra body double or them's miller's butt well, cheeks the butt cheeks yeah uh, he probably would put them out there but or they nice. right sorry oh pronouns right well they were nice yeah they were nice hmm. I I was whelmed with the movie. Like it was like <laughs> Good word. I wasn't uh too too hyped about it because it's just one of those things like I know the universe is gonna get rebooted and just the fact that I feel like they didn't do the exact story of the of the flashpoint. There were things in that in that story that I was like, mm, I was waiting for those heartbeats and all those things in there. Um, which I don't mind a adaptation, you know, or a reimagine, reimagine yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to say, but it did have like a few heartbeats in there that I did like, like, um, uh, for instance, when Zod did come, he did say he was there. Mm-hmm. I liked his little, Oh, I love that flashback telling like, that's the little <laughs> heartbeat that I liked in his, uh, you know, like, like his kind of, retelling of like that's all i could do you yeah. know was just and save that one person you know and it was just like i was like mm. I, I love how dc has handled this sorry to interrupt but mm-hmm. like because when man of steel came out the first uh, of these movies you know they weren't ready to do a shared universe kind of thing and so when that kind of started going forward we already got like oh bruce wayne was there mm-hmm. right like in, in bvs we saw that great yeah. amazing opening scene and then now this, same thing. It's like, well, mm-hmm. actually, Flash showed up, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he had just gotten his powers not too yeah. long ago, and, like, he showed up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's Where that's the fuck cool. was Wonder Woman? Uh, I don't know. She, Crying she over waiting. Steve Trevor. <laughs> Raping somebody. But else. I will say this to add to, to what Doug is talking about. There's a wow. thing about... <laughs> Sorry, Jermaine. <Jimmy, go ahead. laughs> There's a thing about storytelling, and it's like... I feel like a lot of people want everything 
right there in one movie or everything explained. Like they need to know where the Flash was, you know, where Wonder Woman was, you know, where, where Batman was. Mm. If 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 all these things happen, but when you're reading a book or you're reading a comic, you know, they don't they don't have to shove everything at you. They can they can tell you these little beats as the story comes. You don't have to know everything immediately right away for for me anyways mm. to enjoy a story. Because it's cool to see these moments now, how everybody was complaining or how everybody feels like it's 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 rushed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just give it time and they'll come back and they'll explain everything to you. They, you don't have to ha- like have an origin story in everything or just say, you know, right then and there where everybody is at, at this particular moment. There's times when when people in the in the as far as movies they're like well where's where's Superman where's so and so and everyone and they did they did what like Spider Man Far From Home did the one with Mysterio is uh, they had Alfred just go oh so and so is off planet so and so blah 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 they're doing stuff oh at the very beginning when yeah because um, you you always wonder like well why aren't they helping whatever yeah. and they handled it in a quick and comical way. Yeah, just like they explained everything very so well. So how do you guys feel about the uh, cameo, the big cameo? Again, spoiler alert, oh, that's Wonder one of Woman. My, was man, that's one of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah. Because and, it was a what if of something that didn't even happen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, Anytime I, I get to see her face, I'm fucking happy about it. So I'm yeah, not mad about so it. She's so goddamn cute. It's just a, adorable, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great... <laughs> Wow. Again, <laughs> do you need to... Uh, <laughs> need Maybe to, no more absinthe before... Uh, really just wakes up the horniness. the same reaction to Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah. Gal Gadot, however you say it. Gal Gadot, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. You, you guys are talking about that cameo. I thought you guys were talking about cameos in general. Oh, no. I mean, drunk. at that okay. point, specifically that cameo. Uh, but, but yeah, cameos, cameos in general. Oh, no, the... the Wonder Woman cameo was good. That's well, why I said it. I think I think it was it was it was good because it's like that's the world we live in. And I was telling you guys, I think I saw some people complaining online about how oh they're just doing that because this is a shared universe. Like it didn't do anything for the story, but it's like yeah, it's a shared universe. They're a team. Yeah. They're a team. But that's what happens in the comics. Like like you read things. It's not like somebody's always doing something by themselves. You know, you have these you know quote unquote flybys. You know, with certain superheroes. Oh, oh, you need help. Sure, let me come help you out for like a quick second. Well, well yeah. also they didn't like she wasn't there and like had a couple tea a cup of tea and then like talked about stuff. Like she was there for a quick minute, she had a little flirty thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last of the, truth. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That was good. But <laughs> and man. then she was gone and that was it. Like fucking people laugh. Even that comment though, it never gets old because they did kind of the same jokes in Whedon's yeah. Justice League. Yeah. And but even, again, it's that little kind of meta what? commentary, I think. Like it never gets old. Yeah. It what doesn't. was the line that Batman said? My that, ego is too big. Yeah, to, my ego is yeah, too big. To I, better, I was dying. I, better just uh, spending my money. I was dying, better, but childhood trauma. Oh, we confirmed that Flash is a virgin. Can I just say that the, <laughs> the Batman scenes? Success, never <laughs> <it>. <laughs> sorry, Jermaine. The Batman scenes were top notch. Okay, yeah. I have. I have before, sorry, I have a question. Did Batman's face in those scenes with the mask on mm-hmm. look a little off? Yeah, it looked like it was. Well, Affleck looked it, it more like a CGI cow. Like it looked more like a CGI cow. You said the voice. I'm, remember, I commented on the Snyder, our, our Snyderverse breakdown. I was like, I'm so glad that they had the vo- the voice changer, and then they just ditched it for this movie. Oh, they really did. pissed That's, off about maybe that. that. Something was throwing me off, and you're right. It was that? Yeah. 
Well, that uh, too, but it didn't sound like Ben Affleck to me either. Like you know, his regular voice. Well, when even he, when, even when he was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, when he's in there, like he just didn't sound like him. Like it sounded. Like what did he, he do to say, something? He he did say he was in there for five minutes, so maybe he just recorded some stuff and he was like, "Me." Yeah, yeah it could be just like weird ADR. Maybe J Lo sucking his soul. Um, he looked he looked a little thin. I mean, I know he's he's been sober, so I mean that's good for him. Uh, I mean, I didn't mind him. Uh, well, it just didn't feel didn't feel didn't feel like Bruce. Didn't feel like Batman. Did you guys like seeing the bluish? I love seeing the bluish. It was weird. You know what it fell off is that it was in the daylight. But other oh, yeah. than that, it's it. I love anytime you can go like comic book, not necessarily accurate, but like you know close to it. I love seeing the blue and gray. I was pointing at. at I was like, oh my god, when they when uh, um, Keaton you know revealed all his suits. And then there's like the classic, classic blue and gray, which look almost like spandex suit. And I was like, oh, my God, look at that one over there. <laughs> um, so now that we're, we're talking about Batman, mm-hmm. it is, I guess, good to point out that this director of The Flash has already been named as one of the three uh, directors confirmed so far for James Gunn's DCU. And he's going to be directing Batman Brave and the Bold. And Andy Muschietti he has directed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but, he's a good director, and um, but seeing him handle at least the Batman action, I'm kind of excited for it. Cause, yeah. Because Affleck, uh, I think it was pretty cool, like seeing him on the motorcycle, and then when he flew off of it, and like was great. Like I thought he handled that there, and then Michael Keaton, the kitchen fight scene, and then him <laughs> fighting that um, Kryptonian giant. Perfect. Well, I was say, perfect. Because it's one of those things like, how does Batman hand, like fight someone like this? And mm-hmm. it's like we saw it. And yeah. so for him directing Batman Brave and the Bold, like I have at least some hopes like, okay, at least this director I think understands how Batman can handle some situations. Don't forget the the silo scene where Batman comes in and kind of saves both of the both of the berries from like the soldiers. And that felt very reminiscent of Batflex's uh warehouse scene. I do oh, like yeah. I do like Michael Keaton borrowing John Wick tactic where he's always covering himself with this yeah. cape to block bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. I, I lost my shit when Michael Keaton just started flinging batarangs. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. go. It was like oh, good shit. That was Batman, good shit. like, pure, fun Batman. Yeah. Like, it, they weren't trying to, like, be too grounded. But like in they a way, handle, it always is. But They handle the way you would you would think Batman moves, and I, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing I love about the movies. I know I've said it over and over again, but I just, again? I, I just like the way they 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 figure out how to make him do do what he does best. Like Ben Affleck, you know, the chase scene with the motorcycle, and then him having like the tethered line, and he's just swinging through traffic. I'm like, oh my god, I love every minute of that. Michael Keaton, what Doug said with the Kryptonian. But that brought up a question that I've had and a lot of people had, especially in BVS. So everybody thought uh, Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck's Batman was pretty useless against Doomsday. But watching this one, it brings up the question: like, do you think he could have even got gotten up close to Doomsday to even do you know a little bit of Batman isk? Stuff okay. too. Yeah, that Batman, uh, Batman prep time, like you guys talk about. <laughs> and yeah, maybe at least getting close to it. He made me land just, a bat punch, and that'd be it. Because just watching him fight a Kryptonian, who's 
on the same level of Doomsday. I was yeah. just like, man, it would have been cool <laughs> just to see Batman just get that one. He, he would he would land a kapow, and then there would be a splat. <laughs> yeah. And then that would be it. <laughs> I, with, with the whole story, um, you know, towards the end of this, where it was like, Michael Keaton, Batman died, Kara, Supergirl died, and then, you know, young Barry tried to reset it. I, I mean, it was sad, and... Um, but I think it was kind of cool to see because even though he did have this like awesome fight with the Kryptonian giant, mm-hmm. he still he still died. Like he still got his ass beat. Oh, he still yeah. got his ass handed to him. Because that's what that's what would happen. So to answer your question, like Ben Affleck trying to get to Doomsday, like maybe he would have punched him <laughs> once, <clears throat> like or, or maybe he would have even got a couple punches or even the charge scene. But I think see, but I feel ultimately we would have had a scene of Batman dying. But <laughs> see, but it's 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 the tact tacticalness of, of Batman. Yeah. And I feel because he has Superman and Wonder Woman there, I felt it would have been a different battle. Like he wouldn't have died. I don't think he would have died in that movie. You know, like let's say like it's a real fight, but I don't, I don't necessarily think he, he would. Cause there's so many times like you see him go up against, I, I mean, granted I'm, I'm talking about the comics and stuff, but you know, and even the animated movies, but he goes up against dark side and he does get that one little hit and that, that disrespectful hit. Uh. And I'm, I love it so much because it's all because so give the only that smirk because only Batman could do that, and it's just one of those things. And and he did that purposely because he knew he had bombs all over Apocalypse, and and he did that against the big old Titan dude. And he told so good, and he told Darkseid he was like, you know, I'm gonna blow this shit up, and Darkseid was like, because you're human. I'm gonna believe that. <laughs> he was like, if you were the Kryptonian, you I'd never, you never, you never mm-hmm. blow a whole planet mm-hmm. up. He's like, even the the Amazonian, you're like, nah, you wouldn't do that. But you, you're human. <laughs> you guys, you guys kill your own kind for sport. Mm-hmm. He was like, I legit believe you. <laughs> Score one for humanity. Maybe. Going back to the story, um, it, that moment of growth when. It's it's it is good to see like that juxtaposition with young Barry being like no no I can I can do this because I'm I'm young and I'm an idiot and, and we can do it and he doesn't I mean nobody nobody but Michael Keaton understood how the whole time travel multiverse thing worked that threw me off because um, he's Batman yeah well, he's the superpower he's been around for a while and stuff like that's the <laughs> the <laughs> that noise just threw me off that was my but butthole, sorry. The <laughs> It's Ooh, it's, fresh. it's what Batman does. Like Spritz. he's just that character that oh you need to handle something or you need to figure something out. I'm Batman. I got this. Well, it's it's interesting because that world didn't have meta humans. So yeah, him researching time travel. Oh man, do you think he was researching time travel so he can go save his parents? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Also, this is like what thirty, forty years he yeah. could have learned it along the road. But, but my my whole original thing was I was going to say was um, the juxtaposition between young Barry th- thinking I, we can we can go back and do it and do it and do it, and then after going back the two or three times, our Barry stops and after seeing Batman and Kara die, has that realization: this is a fixed point. It has to. It's going to happen. It has to happen. And that was when he realized my mom has to die. But. Yeah. Do you feel it was character growth or do you feel that young Barry just knew his mom was going to die? What do you mean? Like he overheard him talk about 
his mom dying. Oh no, but I think Isaac was saying that the old berries, older berry, our berry. Oh, I thought you were talking about the yeah. young berry, like him being hopeful. No, nah, he wasn't hopeful. He was he was just it was blind rage because he oh, hadn't okay, lost his mom. You. He's like, I'm gonna fucking do everything I can. Like as any of us would probably do, you know, you would do whatever the hell you could mm-hmm. to save the person you love. Yeah, and especially like 18. I mean, going back to our last episode when we were talking about superpowers. I mean, let's not forget this is a world without metahumans, and then this 18 year old was suddenly given powers. <laughs> and you know, you're given powers, and you're going to think like, oh, you can save the world, you can save everyone. Yeah. And to hit that point where you couldn't, but then you can go back in time and try again, That's and right. you couldn't, and you can go back in time and try again, and you couldn't. Like that would be. That'd be frustrating. That'd be that'd be hard to because in in the course of of however long the whole story took place, as far as like young Barry's, Barry's concerned, let's just say like a week, right? In the course of of seven days, everything's going hunky dory. Everything you know, he had, he's going to school. His parents are alive. He's an idiot, uh, and then he gets superpowers, and yeah, then he, he's able to do all of these things, including time travel. You'd be like, fucking, well, I guess there's no limit to anything of what I can do. Let's continue to go back and do this shit. Yeah. I I will say, you know. I totally knew it was going to be dark. Dark Barry was going to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, like, I think as soon as he got, like, the the one thing through his arm, I was like, oh, spiky bits. I knew from watching the CW Fast, I was like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. There's going to be another one out here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, the, the ending to it all though, I mean, like it was pretty, I mean, I wasn't crying. It wasn't like pulling out em- like that kind of emotion, but Should just like two seats over. My wife was, she was crying tear or two. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it ended up like being a pretty emotional ending though, with him having to pull those tomatoes out of the cart. Cause he recognized that his mom had to die. Oh yeah. That scene, like that got me like, like there, there, when he had that realization that he had to do it. And I guess that's the thing is like this movie had a lot of good scenes. Like there was a lot of good stuff to the movie. Oh, no, it had it the heartbeats. Like it had somehow the, the package, it didn't work. No, fully. I mean, but, I was still like okay with it. No, go ahead, go ahead. Does anyone else feel a little cheated that they didn't go in depth about Barry's mom dying? Like he didn't like stop to even see like what happened. Like he yes. just kind of skipped over that. Yeah. Like it has to happen here. Let me take the the cat out and then just. I'm going to go. I'm like, I'm not even going to see, you know, how it happened or who did it. Do, I mean, maybe th- he like couldn't, maybe he like, he wouldn't want to. Do you think that, uh, they're possibly saving that for like, it was a reverse flash. Right. Cause I was going to say, isn't that what the comics have established? So I understood. And That's, then, yeah. And I think that was already like established. Like the second, if they do another flash movie would probably be with a reverse flash. Did we all not watch into the spider verse? It's a canon event. It has to happen. <laughs> I would still want to know, like, if if it has oh, to happen, yeah. like, who am I visiting next on my uh, my future Back yeah. to the Future jaunt, so I can you know slap them around. <laughs> oh man! But can we talk about the other cameos? Please? Yeah, I wanted to go back to that too. One of my favorite. It, it, I don't know if it was my best moment, but it's <laughs> it's it's damn near there. But Hello. that Nicholas Cage, yes, that Nicholas Cage, going to take of, of that Superman oh. movie that was. Man. Never made. And oh we man, got to see it. I cannot believe they got the fucking giant spider. <laughs> so for those that don't Again. know, the story behind the if if you've seen the movie, then you, and you don't know about the Nick Cage thing, here's what is happening. It's not just a random. Let's put two shit flashback some stuff together. <laughs> flashback <laughs> is uh, years ago. I think um, Silent Bob 
Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith was going to, he was. I almost want to get him. <laughs> my, all the cells just died in my brain. I used it all for fa- flash fact. Can't even say it now. Fuck, now I'm like self-conscious. <clears throat> so Kevin Smith was picked to direct a Superman movie starring Nicolas Cage. And the producers wanted, you know, this real wonky, big, shiny, bulky looking suit. They wanted, I think they actually wanted Nick Cage with long hair. And they're like, all right, but he has to fight giant spider a radioactive spider a giant spider and a polar bear was it really because it was a polar bear in there that was <laughs> the deadliest predator yeah. of the <laughs> animal kingdom and kevin smith being the big nerd that he is he's like uh but superman never he never fought a big spider and or a polar bear so and also didn't they want him to, not to fly oh that's right as well i think so yeah so kevin oh, there was originally talk i think about even having like blades like his <laughs> s the s like there was well, there was that one Superman where he threw the, the, the cellophane. Yeah. <laughs> get some saran wrap on these motherfuckers. Save so, them for later. So Kevin Smith walked away from it, and then the movie was shut down. There's there's set photos of Nick Cage in the suit, long hair. Oh, Nick Cage, a Superman. And it was shut down. Um, and that, produce, that producer then went on to make Wild Wild, Wild Wild West, wherein there's a big fight with a giant mechanical spider. So he got his whole spider thing. And he so, got his go. damn spider. Flashback! Yeah, <laughs> but the the Nicolas Cage cameo was so. I mean, out of all the super DCs, what if? Yeah, <laughs> because it's yeah. like I saw the movie with my dad, and afterwards it's like Nicolas Cage, like he was supposed to be Superman. He's like, oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Like, like it's you know, very like in. so many uh, people you gotta aren't be, gonna know. You got to be like a nerd or a geek to like know that type of stuff. When I saw it. I, I immediately was like, it, yeah, immediately. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this, and I love it so. But my dad absolutely loved seeing George Reeves. Superman. Oh yeah, 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 that was super cool. Oh, that, that was, was very cool. cool. Was George cool. Reeves and then Christopher Reeves also. Like, like you got it was good. All of that, but all those little cameos in that uh, little multiverse moment. And Jay Garrick. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool to see. Like, I love that because he never gets it. Like other than the CW Flash, like he never doesn't get a lot of play. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, okay. I know. But let's talk about the last cameo. But go on. <laughs> oh, no. You can mention the last cameo before I get into this. Okay. Last cameo, which I heard some stuff about uh, that particular scene wasn't filmed until later. Which, yeah, January. I remember, yeah, because I remember watching and like, his hair is weird. So I, I bet you they fucking filmed it later. The original scene was the way it was supposed to be play out was uh, Barry's on the phone and then it, he's talking to, to, to Bruce and the car pulls up, and then you just see feet. And then Barry says, who the fuck are you? Oh, I heard the original scene was supposed to be Keaton, Michael Keaton, right. Batman, well, and well, Sasha. Oh, oh, oh so okay, I'll let you so, Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that it was supposed to play out is... is fuck what, right what, off. What? I was like, how are you throwing your voice? That. <laughs> Rudy's literally putting words in your mouth. Uh, but oh, that's, no, that's the way this, the scene was supposed to play out. <laughs> I'm but there were set photos of, of Keaton uh, on those those steps of that last scene. So it was like, was he supposed to be... Was he going to be the new Batman? Well, so from what I read was that Warner Brothers originally... The final scene was going to be both Supergirl, Sasha Kales, 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 uh, Supergirl, and Michael Keaton's Batman showing up. And then when Discovery bought Warner Brothers, they wanted those two and Henry Cavill and Wonder Woman to show up, Gal Gadot. And then when James, you know what, like two days later, when James Gunn got control, <laughs> he said, no, I don't want any of them because he wants to do the reboot. And then I think 
I think the George Clooney thing came out of a joke of just like, well, there's so many Batmans, like pick one. And then so, yeah, this January, they filmed the George Clooney. Yeah, so that's the cameo. It's yeah. George Clooney. But before we get it, before we talk about that or question that shit, uh, my wife actually pointed something out because I was like, here's what was supposed to happen. And, and it was possibly supposed to be Keaton. And then she was like, she reminded me, wasn't Keaton supposed to be in the, the Batgirl movie that was never made? Yeah, and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was supposed to. Yeah, so they, their their plan, Warner Brothers' original plan was full on Michael Keaton was going to take over. Oh, man, I wouldn't have minded that. I, and it, especially it if was, they had brought on a, a Dick Grayson or someone. Or Terry McGinnis. But one of finally, the big, gonna get one of the big rumors that I heard about Michael Keaton was that they were actually going to finally do a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like Terry McGinnis. And he would have been, him. I want that so bad. I always <laughs> thought of Keaton as being like the, oh, he the been old perfect. Batman. Perfect. 100% perfect. Be- they because he was it. the first. Hold they on, put it, put it in the universe. He can still do it. Yeah, they can still, yeah, James he can Gunn, still, he can still do it. <laughs> James Gunn, make it happen. Make it happen. But Gunn listens. So fucking do it. <laughs> I do have to go back to this because Doug had mentioned the thing about Barry running. Mm-hmm. And he does that a lot. I run, Barry, run for those of you who watch the CW. But uh, <laughs> I do play for the camera. Like I have a like I, I, I really do have a problem with a run. Break. I don't I don't like it whatsoever. Ever. Really? No, like at, like zero at all. And my, pissed in your cereal. My little brother. Is a Flash fan, like a big Flash fan. Like, I think that's that's a, probably his favorite superhero. He hates how Barry runs hates so it. much. Like, it... Honestly, I would rather them have done, like, the style of the CW. I do like that. And and also, I felt Marvel did it better oh. in Eternals. I've heard people talk about... Well, uh, in the... C- or... Well, so, I mean, that that's a good question I, I was going to ask, like... We've seen quite a few characters now with some sort of speed. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys have a favorite? Mine, I mean, Quicksilver. <laughs> Dash. Um, Quicksilver in the X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that very first time when he like puts the headphones on and like just oh, freezes him. Like, oh, that, that Quicksilver. That was the that not Marvel's Quicksilver. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, you didn't X-Men, see that coming? X-Men's Quicksilver. I thought... That was probably like one of the relax. Cooler. I just want to run in the speed force. No. Does anyone remember the uh, they're old Star Wars movies, but they weren't like official Star Wars movies of the return to Endor movies where they, they went back to the Ewoks and did a little standalone thing? No, I think I'd read about them. I've heard no, about like them. I've only... they, they have a little it's not an Ewok, it's a little half pint alien, but he has speed powers and he just like. Like that's the the best speed uh, speed demon I've ever seen. I think the run that pull it up. The run that I would I would like. I, think, I don't. I I personally don't. And don't make me give the backpack back. I really like the backpack. Oh, uh, oh if you like it, you like it. But uh, it just didn't do anything for me. Like, because me like. Well, let me just say this mm. for myself being a a artist and and I used to dabble in animation it's just one of those things like like him running in slow motion and you're still seeing like his his like fluid moments i feel like you shouldn't have necessarily seen all that or you don't need to see all that and but it's mainly 
how he chose to run, mm. I didn't like that whatsoever. Like it, 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 it removed me from the speed force. I was like, I don't like it. I I'm out of here. For me, though, I think it kind of established that like <clears throat> the speed force is is not just running fast. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it kind of gave it this alien like aura or something like where mm-hmm. it's like he couldn't just run fast he had to he had to actually ride it differently like it like it i don't know i don't know if i'm expressing my thoughts yeah yeah right i just wish he would just chose a different run style like it's just that it's too it's too out there like his motions are just too much like i just felt like it should have been it, yeah, I, the, I, we need I to go out to the more street like right a, now and film what you want. Like, go Olympic back to the, athlete to the CW Flash. The, there are some, you know, running scenes where it's obviously Grant, uh, Grant Gustin, like mm-hmm. on a treadmill, just just like moving his arms oh, back yeah. and oh, forth, yeah. right? But then when they cut to like the CG and he's running down the street and his arms and legs are moving fast, I I continuously want to see that mm-hmm. when it's like the close up mm-hmm. and you, you know moving fast, complete split, speed blur. But yeah, they yeah, could add a speed blur to it, and maybe it would have been better. But no, not that style of running. I didn't like that that gesture of running. That's what I'm, what I'm probably trying to say. Jermaine has spoken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come at me, bro. When they first debuted that, that it took me a while to get mm-hmm. used to it. Like it was jarring. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like, just to see his arm <laughs> just swing so wide out, and then the they came with the the explanation about. With the speed skating, and I'm like, well, yeah. I guess. I mean, I mean as as it, someone that used to used to run quite a bit, I ran oh, a couple of half marathons. Oh, you no, no, not speed skate. Uh, I've never done that. I have size 15 feet. I don't even know if I can find ice skates for that. But you know, as you run faster, your stride changes, and like the run, the pace, the run. When I run at like a 12 mile pace, if I'm going like distance, it's it's very much like a jog versus if I'm trying to do like a seven minute mile or eight minute mile. It's it's very different. So it's like. Even that, maybe they're playing on that idea of like, look, look. If you're start, if you're starting to run at the speed of light, like maybe your normal, um, normal stride is going to change. Like, wouldn't even work. Yeah, like maybe yeah, you don't like the wide things. Maybe it would be balanced. Right? I think because that's, I mean, that's the whole idea of why speed skaters do it. Well, I've heard like them talk about that. Is that's stuff. that's why they chose that because yeah, you know, in theory about this, you know. Running really fast, which is, isn't physically possible yet. Uh, how would you handle your momentum and yeah. whatever? So but, but what I'm saying is, like, even within the speeds that are possible, your stride changes as you try to go yeah, faster gotcha. and faster. Uh, or I'm just uh, completely lack of balance, and if I go any fast, it's like, oh, settle down. When, I'm sorry when you said you're talking about uh, finding speed skates in your size. You said managing you strapping machetes to the bottom of your feet. I just I had to get that image out of my head. Thank you. When he said that, I wanted to say, did you have trouble finding a leotard in your size? No. (laughs) Oh, I have those. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't. This isn't even a segue. What do you guys think about Supergirl? Very angry. She's like, do you know what the symbol means? Hope, and then like goes fucking berserk throughout the rest of her. I mean, she should be angry. She was. Oh yeah, she should be angry. Damn humans. Because Jermaine has spoken. Because she <laughs> she is apparently in talks to continue her role as yeah. Supergirl. And and Supergirl is one of the movies that they had announced um, when James Gunn made all the announcements. So there mm-hmm. is a Supergirl movie in the works. And apparently she's in talks, I guess, I'm assuming, to play that Supergirl. Mm-hmm. As long as we get Super Spit back, <laughs> then yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, 
Of all the way to test her powers, we'd be coming back. I didn't let you. <laughs> yeah, they're back. <laughs> I really didn't mind it too much. Like uh, the whole thing where she, you know, comes out and then she gets uh, the, you know, she soaks up the sun energy. And then she had a little bit of a that that like flux moments, you know, where her her senses were overwhelmed. Like I knew they had to get through all that stuff pretty fast. Like I knew, you know, it was yeah, gonna be that. It wasn't that, her movie. Yeah, that quote unquote plot device, you know, where oh she's just gonna go through it for a second. But uh when 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 she was fighting Zod and then Zod told her that she was the key and then she asked him mm. what happened to the baby, I was mm. like, Oh yeah, let it happen. I was like in the words of Isaac, that the whole battle with Neil before Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to make that out on the yeah. in, in the camera, but we'll uh, we'll get a close up shot of that. Yeah. Later. We have a sticker of one of Isaac's favorite quotes or one of his iconic quotes. Favorite? One yeah. of our our favorite quotes yeah. of yeah. Isaac's. Yeah. But, uh, before Rod. <laughs> well, because I I felt like you know I I, I really enjoyed like. The screams, like mm-hmm. when she, like her frustration, oh. the screams. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was such a, I don't want to say f- like feminine because, you know, oh. guys can scream too, but it's like, I don't know. It felt like, it felt just right. Like, mm-hmm. like a character like her. And we barely knew her, but mm-hmm. just like the screams, like that frustrated, the way she handled it. I guess it was nice to see something different, like to see a character do that. Cause well, like, I mean, I sometimes do that at work and maybe, maybe more internally yeah. because you know, I'm in the public. No, I get to but, drive around in a truck by myself and I'm pissed. I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that, Cathartic. I guess that was like really kind of in a way refreshing to see like that much anger and frustration being actually expressed versus just some grunts or some like superheroes meh. are people too. <laughs> Doug has <Yeah>. spoken. <laughs> um, overall, the cast was great, and their conveying of emotions was amazing. Um, I, I know I've seen, I haven't seen Ezra Miller in a lot of things. I know I've seen him in Fantastic Beasts, and he he brought that ability of of just the range of emotions of playing an idiot and playing you know a somber character, and then you have Keaton and and just everyone else and all of their chops. Like there wasn't anyone that was lacking in ability. Yeah. So and it, Ezra Miller playing like two characters essentially. That's fucking that's tough. Yeah. But it it really brought the whole movie. So like storyline aside, whatever issues somebody might have had with it and CG, like just the acting itself, it, it I, for me it grounded it and it really brought it together. Yeah. I have spoken. <laughs> I mean it's interesting because we've said like there's good acting, there's some cool points to it. Mm-hmm. I thought like story-wise it was kind of fun to go back to that general zod landing and and like rod there's there's a lot of kind of cool things to it but still somehow that overall package was kind of like oh okay it was very yeah it was very mid i liked it a lot i i don't think i loved it i will definitely watch it again very mid mid's not a bad thing by the way thing is like a lot of these superhero movies i don't really feel like i would watch again (laughs) but there is some of this that i'd like i'd be It'd be cool to watch some of this stuff yeah. again. Some of those action scenes See, like, actually were pretty it, memorable. Like, I would have it on, but it would be like something when I'm doing something else and I have background. it on in the background. So, Especially when he's running. One of my questions that, 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 that I always ask myself, like when I watch a movie or somebody asks me about a movie, mm. my question is for you guys, would you guys recommend go watch the movie in the theater or wait for it to come out on Max? Theater, 
Any it's action movie theater. Yeah. What's that? It's worth big screen. Yeah, that's yeah. I I, I want to start I, I, somewhere in the near future. I want because I watch movies a bunch, and uh, for a minute, uh, like a year or so ago, I used to post on my other Instagram before I got hacked. You know, my little movie reviews. I liked your reviews. Yeah, thank you. You're my one of five fans. Uh, people would ask about it. Like, wait, what, did you see that movie? What did you think of it? In fact, like uh, an hour before we recorded, uh, somebody who listened to the show is like, you, you're going to talk about The Flash? And they, they told me what they thought about it. So so I'm thinking in the near future, having some kind of like rating system where it's like, would you, wa- it, you know, would you watch it in the theater? Would you watch it on IMAX or Dolby? Would you watch it at home? Would you, would you watch it on your phone? Or would you just not watch it at all? Mm. Or would you pirate it? but you know what i mean so just that kind of rating system because like you said like yeah you would watch it but you would have it at the background as you're doing something else yeah i would just tell somebody like honestly my opinion i'm like "Eh, you don't really need to go watch it at the theater like you could wait for max my big rating is like should you move it up on your list because we all have that list of like movies we're supposed to watch and Mm -hmm. we talked about episode one yeah about like that list yeah so to me it's like you should probably just like put it in front of your list. Like it's worth it's worth watching now at this point. I don't know about this one, but that's that would be a an example of how I would give a review. I'd say in one weekend you should check out Transformers uh, and then The Flash. Yeah, the new Transformers. Oh wait, and then across the universe, across the Spider Verse. Oh, The Flash. Yeah, and then Transformers. There you go. That's that arrangement for you. Go yeah. check it out. So, go get them. Go get them. Give it a thing, three nerds out of four. I was talking to these guys about The Flash. I think you weren't here yet. Was yeah, so tell me. Get real serious. So right the now. in credit scene, they there's drunk Aquaman was kind of weird. Oh yeah. But they established Fuck. like through that conversation, they established that Barry had gone back in time quite a few times to try to fix things, right? Because we got the George Clooney thing, which means things weren't fixed. Right. And he realized that. And then talking to Aquaman, he's like, Oh, all the universes, like you're the same, blah, blah, blah. And oh, there was all these different Bruce Wayne's. So James Gunn has already said, like, this movie was, like, kind of the reset. So we are now in possibly, I guess, the DCU. And I was joking with these guys about the idea that, like, Barry Allen went back in time to try to fix things, and it didn't work. So he went back in time to try to fix things over and over. At some point, he just gave up, right? Because we're going to get a new Superman. We're going to get all these new characters. And so at some point, Barry came back and was like, you're not my Superman, but... Okay, okay, we got a Superman. We like the league's here. Like, uh, you're just gonna settle. Okay, this is this is good. This is fine. Like, I I really like that idea. Someone should like write that in a comic book form. That, uh, what is that? Meme with the dog in the fire. He's yeah. like, uh, this is fine. This is fine. This is, fine. <laughs> this is like, like fine. a attempt 200. And he's like, yeah. everyone, no one's like werewolves. Like, oh, okay, all right, we're this is this is good enough. This is fine. Uh, going back to that that the, that cameo multiverse scene where all the worlds are, are colliding, was there any cameo that you would have wanted to see, like the CW Flash? Because there was a Ezra Miller oh, there was cameo. A there was a cro- crossover in that where, if you remember, that's where he learned, or that's where he got, oh, the Flash. That's mm-hmm. a cool name. Yeah, yeah. CW Flash is where he learned his name. And, and, and Grant Gustin just left CW Flash, so he just he finished that. But I think... That might have been done with after Ezra Miller was going through all his real world. Oh, you think they didn't want to... world stuff? Like, I don't know if that had any strife between them or not. Saying that they had strife, but I don't know if that like I just I would have liked to see it ended all that stuff. So well, I was saying like we had potential to even see like five Batman. 
on screen. Yeah. Like they could have brought in Bale, Pattinson, Clooney, Keen. Like they were all like. <laughs> I don't think Bale wants to get in that suit again. <laughs> probably not. But yeah. what didn't he say he would do it if Nolan was? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah he said he would do so. That. Bring in Nolan to film a scene. <laughs> Why was that one scene just so goddamn good? <laughs> Definitely like three minutes. Was really it was like, <laughs> you know that out. scene? It was really good. <laughs> I laughed. I cried. Shit, it was so grounded. <laughs> I was very upset that there wasn't a dick sphere up there. <laughs> God damn it! It's fucking second I, time. I need. Second I time. need dick. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I need it now. Oh, oh, that's that's good so <laughs> For those I of you listening, so long. That's a double montage. <laughs> and at this point, the guy that plays. Dick Grayson in um, Titans. Oh, so good. Like, let him so keep good. doing it. Like, like I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, I'm sold on it. Like, let let him keep doing it. Like, he, no, James Gunn says he's no. definitely scratched the itch, but I need I need big screen. Yeah, what a oh, good yeah. dick. Oh, yeah. I need IMAX dick. <laughs> Great Rudy, dick. <laughs> Rudy needs good. <laughs> and and I, and he's he's not just like the young Robin. He's experienced dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's been through some nothing, stuff. Nothing beats experienced dick. Yeah. Oh, uh, freshly shaven Dick Grayson. <laughs> My God. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'll go to this place. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. In, in, in every universe, Rudy's the same. He loves Dick. There is no universe without Rudy and loving Dick. I'm going to just end it there. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you again for listening. We have been the Hype Attack Podcast. That fucking last line with Jermaine. God damn it. He has fucking spoken. Uh, check us out on our social medias, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, watch us and listen to us on all of the things. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're on Audible. Audible. We're on iTunes. We're on all the places that you listen to podcasts. So check us out. Like us. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Share. Share our posts. Everything. Please, if you like what you're listening to, don't keep us your dirty little secret. Pass us along like a fun venereal disease. So, Doug, go ahead. Um. <laughs> he wasn't ready. Yeah. And uh, no, hold on. Before Doug does his thing, I want you guys to listen to Doug because none of this is happening right now. I want this to happen. Yeah. Doug? Yeah. Because I know like our personal friends listen <laughs> and follow, and even they do not comment on our stuff or yep. keep the conversation going. Please do. I mean, that's the fun of nerd stuff is the conversation. Take so. the please out of there. Tell them, Doug. Oh, not too nice. <laughs> hold on, let me, like, Talk to me, motherfucker. On, like, <laughs> multiple universe. Leave us a fucking comment. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it moved. Found my kink. <laughs> so, guys. Sorry, I don't mean to be so mean. But, oh, yeah, please, but let us join for the conversation. Oh, no, but let us know how you guys felt about the Flash movie. If you've seen it, you know, any, any, uh, thoughts on anything that we've you know talked about you know just leave us comments you know positive or negative you know you're not gonna hurt my feelings and like i always say if there's anything that we've missed or if anything you wants to talk about hit us up in dms in the comments please communicate with us let's be a big community so thanks again for listening yeah let us know if any movie will ever get a floating head right <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> you guys say my time doug if they don't comment what are you gonna do <laughs> you heard it here get into those comments alright guys same hype time same, same hype, hype channel. channel hype attack <laughs>